Welcome to Counter Melody, the podcast on great singers and great singing. As always, I am your host, Daniel Gundlach. No preaching here, no lecturing, well, maybe just a tiny bit of each, but the primary spotlight will always be on the singers that enrich and enhance our lives, no matter what is going on in the world around us. Thanks for joining me. And now, this week's episode. Hello, everyone. Tis the season, it appears, and I've decided to begin each of the episodes in December with a holiday song that somehow relates to the episode at hand. If I had three wishes for Christmas, I'd make my first wish for a tree. I'd make my second for a gift from someone, a remembrance from one who is dear to me. I'd make my third for a snowball, and if my three wishes came true, on Christmas night I would love my tree, the snow falling silently, and open my Christmas present from you. Do I have you stumped? This is certainly one of the more obscure Lyrics by Stephen Sondheim, who, of course, died a week ago, the day after Thanksgiving, at the age of 91. This was a song called Three Wishes for Christmas that was composed for the extraordinary musical Gypsy, for which Sondheim wrote lyrics to the music of Julie Stein. It's also been suggested that he had more than a little influence on the shape that the show took, specifically in the structure of the 11 o'clock number, Rose's Turn. But this was a number, Three Wishes for Christmas, that was to be performed as a burlesque number. When you hear it with that in mind, and you hear about wishing for snowballs and unwrapping presents, well... It doesn't leave much to the imagination. By the way, that recording is from 2008, and it was included as a bonus in the new cast recording of Gypsy, which starred Patti LuPone as Mama Rose. We heard Tony Yazbek singing the song. There's so much to say about Stephen Sondheim, and frankly, I'm not the expert in this department. I love Sondheim, and it has been a long journey for me to arrive at this point of complete and utter admiration. I have, myself, sung a few numbers of Stephen Sondheim, and for only the third time on this podcast, I'm going to offer an excerpt of me 
singing something. This was recorded live in Berlin in July 2018 in a cheesy, smoke-filled cabaret on a cheesy stage at one end of the main room. There's a little bit of background noise. I did try to clean it up a little bit. Anyway, here's my performance of Send in the Clowns. Isn't it a song that I love, as I have already featured it three times on the podcast. In the first season, 
I had a wonderfully over-the-top version featuring Renata Scotto. Then, as one of my Gay Pride episodes this past June, I featured Evelyn Lear singing it quite memorably and quite beautifully. And just two weeks ago, I featured Brigitte Fassbender singing it in 1981 on German television in German. Stephen Sondheim is not the primary focus of the episode, but I did want to give you some indication of the wide range of his genius. Here's one of his very best songs, Another Hundred People from Company. This was a live performance in New York in 1983, and it features the phenomenal Judy Kaye. Another hundred people just got off of the train and came up to the ground while another hundred people just got off of the bus and are looking around and another hundred people who got off of the plane and are looking at us who got off of the train and the plane and the bus maybe yesterday. It's a city of strangers, some come to work, some to play. A city of strangers, some come to stare, some to stay. And every performance took place, the unique Diseuse Julie Wilson, who was a cabaret artiste of the highest refinement, but also capable of a great deal of, shall we say, suggestiveness, performed a number from Sondheim's Follies, which is one of my very favorite of his pieces. This was originally written to be sung by Ivan de Carlo as Carlotta, and it's called Can That Boy Foxtrot? It was eventually replaced by the even more iconic number, I'm Still Here. Here are Julie Wilson and her longtime collaborator, William Roy, in a 1987 recording of Can That Boy Foxtrot? I know this grocery clerk. 
Unprepossessing. Some say the boy's a jerk. They have my blessing. But when he starts to move, he aims to please. Which only goes to prove that sometimes in a clerk you find a Hercules. Isn't much that's plus. You might describe him thus: a false alarm, a broken arm, an imitation Hitler, and with littler charm. But oh, can that boy fox trot? His mouth is mean. He's not too clean. What makes him look reptilian is the brilliantine. But oh, can that boy fox trot? Who knows what I saw in him? I took a chance. Oh yes, one more flaw in him. He can't dance. As dumbbells go, he's rather slow. But as for being saintly, even faintly, no. But who needs Albert Schweitzer when the lights are low? And oh boy, oh boy, can that boy fox trot? Right now, as I speak of him, I hear those drums. Oh yes, the technique of him—he's all thumbs. His jokes are quaint and fairly faint. He may be full of hokum, but I've no complaint. He often is a bore, but on the floor he ain't. And oh boy, oh boy, can that boy fox trot? Another of my very favorite. Stephen Sondheim songs "Losing My Mind" is also, of course, part of the Dreamland sequence toward the end of Follies, a four-part eleven o'clock number, if you will. I've earlier on the podcast featured a recording by the extraordinary Marin Maisie singing this song at, I think it was, the 80th birthday tribute to Stephen Sondheim. An equally fantastic and I would say near definitive version of this song was done by Vicky Clark, Victoria Clark, who took on the role of Sally in the L.A. transplant of the 2011-2012 Broadway revival of Follies. Here is an artist who has it all. I've seen her numerous times, and also had the distinct pleasure of meeting her when the Lotte Lehmann Foundation, on which I used to be on the board of directors, presented her with a special citation.
This next song is from Sondheim's fascinating and controversial 
musical Pacific Overtures, which premiered on Broadway in 1976. The song is called Someone in a Tree, and it depicts the impressions of two different persons, one of them split into a boy and an elderly man recalling the occasion many decades later, who were present at the signing of Perry's Treaty with Japan in 1854, and who observed it at a distance, the boy from up in a tree and the warrior from a concealed place underneath the floorboards. There's a wonderful documentary available on YouTube of Sondheim at the time that the musical was premiered on Broadway, telling about how this piece came to be written, what the inspiration was, what the different elements that were involved in the creation of the piece, and it really bears out his dictum that, I'm not sure he put it this way, but that God is in the details. This is a recording of the original cast. It features the singers Mark Shu Sires, James Dibus, Gede Watanabe, and Mako. Pardon me, I was there. You were where? At the treaty house. The treaty there house. was a tree, which was where? Very near. Over here. Maybe over there, but there were trees then everywhere. May I show you? There if were you trees were. then everywhere. But you were there. And I was there. Let me show you, if you please. I was younger then. I was good at climbing trees. I was younger then. I saw everything. I was hidden all the time. It was easier to climb. I was younger then. I saw everything. Where they came and where they went. I was part of the event. I was someone in the tree. I was younger then. Tell him what I see. I am in a tree, I am ten. I am in a tree. I was younger then. In between the eaves I can see. Tell me what I see. I was only ten. I see men and matting. Some are old, some chatting. If it happened I was there I saw everything I was someone in the tree Tell him what I see Some of them have gold on their coats One of them has gold He was younger then Someone crawls around passing notes Someone very old He was only ten And there's someone in a tree For 
the day is incomplete Without someone in the tree Nothing happened here I am hiding in the tree I'm a fragment of the day If I weren't used to say Pardon me, I am here, if you please, I am also They here. kept drinking cups of tea They kept sitting on the floor They drank many cups of tea No, we told him that before If you please, I am here You are where? In the treaty house the treaty Or house. very near Can you hear? I'm below so I'm Underneath the floor And so I can't see anything I can hear them But I can't see anything But you can hear But I can hear Shall I listen? If you please I can hear them now I shall try to shift my knees I can hear them now I hear everything I'm the part that's underneath With my sword inside my sheet I can hear them now One is over me If they knock then I appear I'm a part of what I hear I'm the fragment underneath I can hear them Tell us what you hear First I hear a creak and a thump Now I hear a clink Then they talk a bit Many times they shout when they speak Other times they think Or they argue it I hear floorboards groaning Angry growls Much Since I hear them, they are there As they argue it I'm the listener underneath Someone reads a list from a box Someone talks of laws Then they fan a bit Someone bangs a fist Someone knocks Now there was a pause Then they argue it But we won, no you can't And we won't, but we need it And we won, will you grant If you don't, we concede it I And they sat the night And they lit yellow tears I was
friend David is truly bereft over the loss of Stephen Sondheim. It was he, honestly, who really pulled me into the Sondheim orbit, in one way, quite literally, when he gave me co-author credit for an article that he published on Anyone Can Whistle in the Oxford Handbook of Sondheim Studies. Honestly, I just gave him a little bit of assistance in his musical dissection of the songs considered, but I was very grateful and not at all sorry to receive that credit in print. David also interviewed Stephen Sondheim for his second book of playwright interviews in their own words, which was published in 1989. Anyway, he did give me some guidance on what repertoire to choose today because I knew that this wouldn't be a full episode on Sondheim, but I did want to give him more than just two minutes of commemoration. One of David's favorite Sondheim songs, and I must confess now also one of mine, is the beautiful duet with so little to be sure of from the same show that quote-unquote we wrote about in the Oxford Handbook of Sondheim Studies, Anyone Can Whistle. Sondheim's early fascinating failure. Once again, we're going to hear from that live 1983 performance in New York, in which we also heard Judy Kay earlier. This is George Hearn, who, of course, created the title role of Sweeney Todd, another mind-blowing piece of music theater that I have seen numerous times and which David and I will also see this coming New Year's Eve in Hannover, that is, if all goes according to plan. But I'm getting off track. George Hearn's partner here is Victoria Mallory, with Thomas Fay accompanying them on the piano. With so little to be sure of, if there's anything at all. I'm sure of here and now and us together. All I'll ever be, I owe you. If there's anything to be, being sure enough of you made me sure enough of me. Thanks for everything we did, everything that's past, everything that's over, too fast. None of it was wasted, all of it will last. Everything that's here and now and us together, it was marvelous to know. Never really through Crazy business this, this life we live in Don't complain about the time we're given 
moment, a marvelous moment, a marvelous moment, a beautiful time. I need you more than I can say. I need you more than just today. figure in American culture, with two revivals currently playing on Broadway and a new film version of West Side Story about to hit the screens. Before I move on to another iconic figure, I do want to mention that, as always, I'm seeking financial support for the podcast from my listeners. I'm very grateful to those of you who have already become supporters on Patreon. If any of you listening today are so inspired to do likewise, please visit patreon.com slash countermelody, where you can make a donation, either monthly or yearly. And with a donation from $2 a month on up or $25 a year on up, you will gain access to all of the bonus episodes that I have thus far posted. This week, I will be posting a special Josephine Baker bonus episode, which features a live performance from the Tivoli in Copenhagen in 1963, and which represents one of Josephine Baker's most extraordinary live performances that has been captured for posterity. Once again, that is patreon.com slash countermelody. Thank you for your support, and now let's turn to the great Josephine Baker, who just this week became the first person of color 
and the first U.S. American to be inducted into the Panthéon in Paris. This is her theme song, J'ai deux amours, I have two loves, my country and Paris. On I mentioned that Josephine Baker was just inducted into the Panthéon. A large part of this was because of her work in the French Resistance during World War II. She helped smuggle important documents out of France on numerous occasions. She was engaged as a sub-lieutenant in the Women's Auxiliary of the French Air Force, she aided refugees escaping Belgium into France through her work with the Red Cross, and she performed for French troops across northern Africa. For her work, she earned numerous military commendations. Part of her war work included this 1944 recording called C'est vous, which is a tribute to the French soldier and to the women at home. The recording was finally released to the public about 20-odd years ago. This is a shortened version of that release. Dans un refrain, petit soldat de chez nous, Je voudrais parler de votre vie, Et tant pis pour votre modestie, Rien du tout Qui chante joyeux Quand le ciel est bleu Soldat c'est vous Qui donc en flamme Les yeux des femmes Soldat c'est vous Arrangeons votre uniforme Avec fantaisie Pour aller le soir Retrouver votre chérie Car en permission Qui est polisson Soldats, 
no matter what your nationality, know a little bit about Josephine Baker. I'm delighted to share her with you today because she is by no means my own heroine. She belongs to the entire world. She was born in St. Louis on the 3rd of June, 1906, and experienced the worst poverty as well as witnessing some of the most horrendous acts of racial violence in the years when she was growing up. She escaped home at the age of 13, and by 14, she was already married. That marriage lasted only a brief time. Her second marriage was to a man named Willie Baker, who provided her with her stage name that she retained through the end of her life, and through two subsequent marriages. She was eventually recruited for a vaudeville show in St. Louis, and having been bitten by the showbiz bug, she headed to New York. Eventually, she obtained a position in the chorus of the U.B. Blake Noble Sissel musical Shuffle Along. She found herself positioned at the end of the chorus line, and she proceeded to draw attention to herself by striking comic attitudes and poses that endeared her to the audience. Noble and Sissel cast her in their follow-up to Shuffle Along, which was called The Chocolate Dandies. She traveled to Paris with the American troupe, which became known as La Revue Nègre, The Black Review where she became an immediate sensation, initially because of her nude dancing. Well, she wasn't nude. She was merely topless. She wore a string of bananas around her waist, and it was indeed the banana dance that brought her nationwide attention. Soon after, she opened her own club called Chez Joséphine, and also in 1927, became the first woman of color to star in a major motion picture. This was a silent film called La Sirene des Tropiques. Just before this, in 1926, she made her very first records. And I'm going to play one of those for you. It's the popular song Dinah. In this recording, you can hear a signature musical gesture of hers, and that is this weird high scatting that she often interpolated into many of her songs. We already heard it in the 1930 recording of J'ai deux amours, which became her theme song. You'll also hear it in its more nascent form in this recording of Dinah. Carolina gave me Dinah. I'm the proudest Oh, I know. 
recordings and songs with which Josephine Baker became associated are ones that might cause a sharp intake of breath from our present-day perspective. The song called Je voudrais être blanche, I'd like to be white. And why is that? According to the text, she tells us, well, everybody wants to be black these days. I'd like to be white because I know you'd like me more if I were. Right, so we recognize that in a lot of this material, there are these racist, colonialist elements just built into it. But we must also acknowledge that the French, with their fascination with black performers, and specifically black American female performers, often exhibit this weird fantasy around the exotic, savage. Look, every country has to deal with its own particular brand of racism, and that's France's, and it remains so, I hate to say it, to this day. But another repertoire that Josephine Baker dipped into and used as the basis of a series of marvelous recordings in 1937 is the popular American song, which she sings in these delicious translations into French. Now, I just need to say a word about her French. Her French remained thickly accented. You could never mistake her for a native French person, no matter how fluent she became in the language. For me, this is merely one of the many delights and charms about her singing. Also, she became more and more and more of a skilled interpreter and vocalist. And we're going to hear that in a few of the examples that I'm going to play for you now. First is the Nasho Herb Brown and Arthur Freed song called I'm Feeling Like a Million. In French, that becomes Je me sens comme une banque. I feel like a bank. Je me sens comme une banque. Et pourtant je n'ai ni livre, ni dollar, ni sous, mais je sens comme une banque. Tout en étant pauvre comme un tout, oui, je sens comme une banque. J'ai pourtant pas de compte, ni même de crédit, mais je sens comme une banque. Qui aurait dix millions de profits, j'ai trouvé ce matin un petit dieu lutin qui m'a dit l'ermitain. Oh, 
jamais ne remplaceront un beau garçon. Un regard, un sourire, tout d'abord, deux bras qui vous serrent bien fort, par tous les trésors. Je me sens comme une banque, et pourtant je n'ai ni lit, ni dollar, ni soumeur, je me sens comme une banque, tout en étant pauvre comme un tout. Je me sens comme une banque Je n'ai pourtant pas de compte Ni même de crédit Mais je me sens comme une banque Qui aurait dix millions de profits J'ai trouvé ce matin Un petit dieu lutin Qui m'a dit l'ermitain Il faut vite ou vite pour te C'est l'amour que je t'apporte Je me sens comme une banque Bonheur qui m'arrive, car c'est bien mon tour. Et je me sens comme une banque. Et c'est vous, et c'est moi, c'est l'amour. I want to just say a word about the conductor on these recordings. His stage name was Wahlberg, W-A-L-B-E-R-G, who was born in Istanbul in 1910. His birth name was Waldemar Rosenberg. He studied both in Berlin and in Paris under figures like Henri Rabot and Pierre Monteux, and eventually became an orchestrator, composer, and band leader, working with such figures as Marlene Dietrich, Jean Sablon, Charles Trenet, Damien, and, of course, Josephine Baker. He also wrote music for a large number of films and eventually became associated with classical music as well. Anyway, let's listen to a few more of these American songs translated into French. This is a song called J'ai un message pour toi, and it originally is known as A Message from the Man in the Moon. The composer of this song is the Polish-born Bronislaw Kaper, who also wrote the jazz standard Green Dolphin Street, among many other songs. La lune hier soir avant de paraître et venu me voir chez moi elle allongée par la fenêtre un message auquel tu as droit j'ai un message qui me vient de là-haut pour toi pour moi C'est un message dont je me fais l'écho Pour toi, pour moi Car il dit que sa lèvre Doit m'apporter ton amour Et que ton cœur saura me promettre De m'aimer toujours La lettre ajoute qu'elle a montré le chemin Tout droit Pour toi, te disant de venir en soi, prenez-moi chez moi, 
The next song is another very popular song from the period called There's a Lull in My Life, composed by Mac Gordon and Harry Revel. In French, it's known as J'attends votre retour. I'm waiting for your return. J'attends votre retour. Vous parlez de mon amour. Vous dire que j'aime toujours. J'attends votre retour. Ils parleront de vous de moi. This next one is a Cole Porter standard. Josephine Baker gives it an absolutely delicious performance. In French, it's called Vous faites partie de moi. Can you guess what it is? I think you'll recognize it. Vous faites 
I'd sacrifice anything, come what might, for the sake of having you near, in spite of a warning voice that comes in the night and repeats in my ear. Don't you know, little fool, you never can win. Use your mentality. Each time I do, just the thought of you makes me stop before I begin. Cause I've got under my skin. In the 1930s, Josephine Baker also became a big film star, appearing specifically in two films, 1934's Zuzu and in 1935, Princesse Tam Tam. Zuzu is more of a simple kitchen sink drama. Baker's co-star here is Jean Gabin. The two of them play orphans who were raised as siblings. And Zuzu, who is a laundress, carries a torch for her adoptive brother, even after she is discovered by a music hall presenter and becomes the toast of Le Tout Paris. Alas, even with all of her success, she remains brokenhearted. There are two songs from this movie that are so fantastic. The first one is called C'est Lui, and I'm going to play two different versions of it for you. One later on. This one is the one that's more or less the same as is heard in the soundtrack to the film. featured in the movie is called Haiti, Haiti. Josephine Baker, dressed in white feathers, sits in an enormous bird cage, swinging back and forth, singing this 
diegetic song about how she longs to return to Haiti, the country of her birth. Loin de tes rivages, ma plus belle cage n'est qu'une prison. Far from your shores, even the most beautiful cage is merely a prison. And we also get to hear more of her coloratura doodling here, which takes her up to a high sea. film Princesse Tam Tam, we encounter some deeply racist tropes, and yet Josephine Baker is such an engaging presence on the movie screen that one is willing to overlook it. It's sort of a Pygmalion My Fair Lady story where a savage woman from the wilds of Africa is made over to masquerade as an African princess, and all is well until, at a public dance, she hears the sound of those native drums, and she just can't control herself. 
I know. I know. But if you haven't seen these movies, you gotta see them. Because she is so out of this world. Here's one of the songs that's featured in that movie. It's called Sous le ciel d'Afrique, Under the African Skies. And her disc mates on this recording are none other than the comedian harmonists, that very popular German singing troupe who were about to encounter their own serious issues with the Nazi regime. Jamais d'espoir, jamais de joie, notre âme noire en sa Fermons les yeux que tout se passe, l'espace redevable. in that year's edition of the Ziegfeld Follies. She was subjected to mistreatment on many different levels, but was particularly alarmed by the rampant racism that remained in the United States. Shortly thereafter, she returned to France and became a naturalized French citizen. I was discussing earlier how colonialism is a remaining stain on France and its national character. And it must be confessed that on many of her recordings from this time, we hear the vestiges of that. But she wears this exoticism with charm, panache, verve, and joie de vivre. Exhibit A is her 1931 recording of a song called Madiana, in which she is accompanied by Le Mélodie Jazz de Casino de Paris. When I first heard this record, I was in a restaurant, and it was being piped in for the diner's pleasure. And believe me, my pleasure knew no ends. I have loved this song ever since I heard it, those many decades ago. (laughs) ¶¶ 
So many of these numbers, you hear Josephine Baker's coratura capabilities. In fact, I do believe that she appeared in an Offenbach operetta called La Creole. So she had those chops, the voice chops, the technical chops, to be able to do justice to all of these curlicues and wonderful melismatic vocal figures. The flip side of that is something that we encounter as she gets older and the voice gains this wonderful burnished quality. And we begin to hear that in this 1939 recording of another exotic number. This one is called Mayari, and she is accompanied here by the Lequona Cuban Boys. This was an ensemble that was founded by the Cuban composer Ernesto Lequona. And we will be visiting Cuba with Josephine Baker a little bit later. Here her voice really goes down into its Shalomo register. <laughs> Oh, my yard. 
1944, Josephine Baker, working with the band leader Joe Bouillon, who was to become her, let's see, that would be her fourth husband. She had married a French-Jewish sugar magnet in between those other marriages. And before I drop this thread, let's also just acknowledge that Josephine Baker is recognized today as a significant queer icon for her numerous affairs with prominent women, including Colette, Bricktop, The Entertainer, and saloon keeper, if you will, and possibly also Frida Kahlo. So let's embrace her also for that path-breaking aspect of her life. But where was I? I guess I was talking about Jo Bouillon, with whom she collaborated on a number of recordings and comebacks and many other things as well, which we will soon get into. But first, I want to play one last exotic number for you, and that is the iconic song Brazil. This recording was done in 1944, and the composer is Ari Barroso. The English lyrics are by Bob Russell, and I just want to draw your attention to the wonderful way she mispronounces the word murmur and softly murmured and softly murmured. It's just one of the many things I love about this recording. Brazil, the Brazil that I knew, where I wandered with you, lives in my imagination, where the songs are passionate and the smile has flash in it. And the kiss has art in it For you put your art in it And so I dream of old Brazil Where hearts are entertaining June We stood beneath an amber moon composer of that song, Ari Barroso, composed another song that Josephine Baker recorded 15 years later, also with Jo Bouillon. It's called Terre Sèche, Dry Earth, and it is a cry from the heart of an oppressed black man to heaven for some relief to his sufferings. 
This recording was made in 1959 and is the single one of Josephine Baker's many recordings that makes specific reference to the plight of the person of color in a world beset with systemic racism. Josephine Baker herself came face to face with some pretty blatant racism in 1951 when she returned to the United States for an engagement at a Miami nightclub which catered to segregated audiences. Only after she insisted did they lower their ban. As Josephine Baker's voice deepened and became more full of luster and color, there was a commensurate newfound maturity in her artistry and expression. Here's an example of what she sounded like in 1953. This is her remake of C'est Lui, which was featured in the film Zuzu nearly 20 years earlier. Il court après toutes les filles Elles sont à tout à sa merci Sans regard les déshabillés Ses mains parfois aussi Je ne fais rien pour qu'il m'aime À tout il donne le bonheur Mais il est à moi quand même Puisqu'il est dans mon cœur. 
qu'il n'a pas compris. Chaque jour, je l'adore bien plus encore. Pour moi, il n'y a qu'un homme dans Paris et c'est lui. In 1951, shortly after her appearance at that Miami nightclub, there was a highly publicized and very nasty tussle regarding her presence at the most popular New York nightclub, the Stork Club, which was also known for its exclusionary policies against black people and other quote-unquote undesirables. Josephine got into quite a public argument with Walter Winchell, the powerful columnist who was one of the most visible habitués of the Stork Club. In return, he blasted her and named her a communist in the press. This, of course, was the beginning of Joe McCarthy and the Red Scare. So Josephine Baker's work permit was revoked She did not return to the shores of her native country for about 10 years. When she finally did return, she was the one single woman to speak at the March on Washington. Later, after Martin Luther King's assassination, his widow, Coretta Scott King, asked Josephine Baker to take a more active part in the civil rights movement in her native country, but she demurred primarily because she was concerned about her children. Her children, you ask. During the 1950s, Josephine Baker became associated with an enclave of children that she had adopted from around the world and with whom she lived at a castle called Les Milandes in the Dordogne region of France. Whenever she needed money for the running of Les Milandes, she would return to concert and cabaret work. This was a recurring theme throughout those years. She raised 12 children from various corners of the world. In preparing this episode, I discovered a recording that I had not heard before. This was a song composed expressly for Josephine Baker called Die Regenbogenkinder, the Rainbow Children, and she referred to the children that she was raising as the Rainbow Tribe. She also had a song written for her called Dans Mon Village, which is very famous, but I had not heard this song Die Regenbogenkinder before. The composer of this piece, Peter Kreuder, worked with Marlene Dietrich in the early years of his career, as well as with Nazi stars Zara Leander and Marie Karuk. In fact, he was a member of the Nazi party initially, but gave up his membership in 1934. I always feel these things need to be acknowledged. It's interesting to hear Josephine Baker 
singing in German. I only know of one other recording that she made in German, and this one is a touching tribute to the children that she had adopted. The In 1966, Josephine Baker responded to an invitation from Fidel Castro to visit Cuba. She did and had an enormous success there. At the time that she was there, she made a recording which represents her at her late career best, I think. She used to do a wonderful mashup of the Chartrenet song En Avril à Paris, April in Paris and the Vernon Duke Yip Harburg standard April in Paris. And she recorded this mashup when she was in Cuba in 1966. <laughs> April in Paris, chestnuts and blossoms, holiday tables, 
Under the trees, oh, people in Paris, this is a feeling no one can ever In 1968, when Josephine Baker was at her lowest financial point, it appeared that Les Milandes was going to be taken away from her. A number of powerful figures sprang to her defense, including Princess Grace of Monaco, who provided for Josephine Baker from then on until the end of her life. Another important figure, the music hall empresario Bruno Cocatrix, who ran the Olympia Music Hall in Paris, arranged for Josephine Baker to make a series of performances there. In conjunction with this, she also made her last studio recordings, including one written for her by her music director, Pierre Spier, called Quand je pense à ça, When I Think of That, in which she lays out her desire for a world in which people can coexist in peace. Quand je pense à ça, quand je pense à ça, quand je pense à ces raisons qui nous ont séparés, je n'aime plus ni la vie ni Dieu qui nous a fait pour nous entretuer sans un regret. Quand je pense à ça, quand je pense à ça, quand je pense à ceux qui souffrent si loin de le foyer, je voudrais les réunir et demain retrouver à tout jamais, à tout jamais la paix. Un cri d'amour enfin jeté Effacerait, effacerait tout ce passé Celui qui dans les cieux est là pour nous juger Est là pour nous aimer Serait heureux Quand je pense à ça, oui, oui, oui Quand je pense à ça Quand je pense à cet espoir qui nous est refusé, quand je pense à cette joie 
que l'on pourrait donner Oui, quand je pense, oui, quand je pense à ça Je crois en votre foi pour nous unir, non, je ne crois pas, non, 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 je ne crois pas que les hommes soient assez fous pour ne jamais pleurer sur le sang de ceux qui meurent sans avoir pu s'aimer. Il faut trouver la paix, il faut donner la paix au monde entier. Mon Dieu, Josephine Baker continued to appear sporadically in both Paris and New York toward the end of her life. And to round off the episode, I'm going to feature her in two of her last performances. I'm going to go in reverse chronological order. In the spring of 1975, Josephine Baker was announced as the star of a career retrospective show at the Bobino Music Hall. A recording was made of that opening night, and as a testament to how French she had become, I'm going to play you a short medley of a number of favorite French café-concert songs. She quickly makes her way through La Vie en Rose, Parlez-moi d'amour, La Seine, C'est si bon, and Another song written for her by Pierre Spier, Sourire à la vie, Smile at Life, which she featured in all of her late career appearances. Quand il me prend dans ses bras, il me parle tout bas, je vois la vie en rose. Il me l'a dit, l'a juré pour la vie. Lorsque je l'aperçois, sans en moi, mon cœur qui. Qu'elle entre 
dans ma vie Elle s'enroule, roule, roule Autour de ce qu'est elle chante, 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 chante le jour et la nuit, car la scène est une amante. Et Paris, En chantant des chansons C'est si beau De se dire des mots doux De se dire rien de tout Qui donne des frissons C'est si bon Ces petites sensations ça vaut mieux qu'un million Tellement, tellement c'est bon C'est si bon C'est si bon Souris à la vie Souris à l'amour Souris, allez, toujours sourire Malgré les soucis Malgré les ennuis Sourire, toujours sourire Ce soir je suis là, près de vous Les années ont passé Mais il me semble, oui c'est fou Que l'on ne s'est jamais quitté Soyez la vie, à vous mes amours Sourire, oui sourire tous les jours Four days after that triumphal return, Josephine Baker was found propped up in her bed, surrounded by newspapers, which unanimously praised her return to the stage. She had suffered a cerebral hemorrhage and was in a coma. She was taken to the hospital and she died on the 12th of April, 1975. Her funeral was a national day of mourning in France. While she maintained her very conflicted relationship with her native country, nevertheless, she did make one final appearance there at Carnegie Hall on the 5th of June, 1973, 22 months before her death. Josephine Baker was distressed when she came down with laryngitis before the concert, and yet she soldiered forward, as she so often did, and treated her audience to an evening of reminiscences and highlights, as well as what I would call a statement of her artistic credo. She shouts the final strophes of that song, My Way, which we have now heard a number of times in recent weeks, but it's her interjection at the end that I think that sums up the extraordinary spirit 
of Josephine Baker. I loved and I've laughed and I've cried Said my share of losing And now that here subside I find it all amusing I've lived a life that fools I travel each and every my way, but more, much more than this, I kept on, kept on doing. Tell me what is a man? What has he got? If not his self, then he has not to say the thing. I took the blows Friends and family I did take the blows But I took them With my chin up In dignity Because I so profoundly Love And respect Humanity. So I did it my way. I did it my way. Thank you for joining me today, friends, as we have commemorated two extraordinary figures, Stephen Sondheim and Josephine Baker. To see you off, I'm going to play for you Josephine Baker's 1953 remake of her theme song, J'ai deux amours. J'ai deux amours Mon pays Paris Mon cœur est ravi, ma savane est belle, mais à quoi bon ce qui m'en sorcelle, c'est Paris, Paris tout entier. Le voir un jour, c'est mon rêve joli. Mon pays est My dear friends, 
keep the song in your hearts. I'm Daniel Gundlach. <laughs>